and welcome back to the Journal Club podcast. This is our first full-length episode and it is called Art Journaling 101 because I'm going to be covering the basics of what art journaling is, why people do it and why I do it personally. So before we begin, I just wanted to say that my definition of art journaling is literally just my opinion. Um, It's an art form, so, you know, it's subjective. That's the beauty of it. So this is kind of my experience with what I consider journaling to be. And you can make your own mind up, really. So in my humble opinion, um, journaling can encompass a lot of different things. It can include writing, sketching, poetry, collage, painting photography if you like but as long as those different types of expression are housed within a journal of some kind or a notebook a sketchbook a diary then I would consider that journaling because journaling is the like umbrella term for bringing those all together so it could be that someone has started a sketchbook purely for sketching or a diary just purely for writing about their day But that has then taken on a whole life of its own by incorporating these other kinds of artistic expression. And, you know, that's then transformed into a journal. Or it could be that someone has started a journal specifically with that intent in mind. But I really am a firm believer that no two journals or no two journal artists are the same. Everyone has their own journey with it. And the reason why this podcast is going to work so well, in my opinion, is because there's so many sub-genres within the journaling community. Um, I can't like go too much into them all now because, you know, then I won't have my material for the next episodes. But just to kind of list some off, you know, some people are journaling for purely for self-expression some people are just doing it for fun some people are journaling to capture memories whether that's of their day-to-day life or of like grand highlights or holidays you know there's travel journaling some people actually use journaling as a form of self-care or therapy you know they might be journaling about things that are difficult for them or things that they need to like get out in some kind of way and it helps with that um For me, personally, I'll just tell you a little bit about why I got into journaling, but I just want you to know that you can journal for whatever reason you like. You know, there's hundreds of different ways, there's hundreds of different reasons. So even though I'm giving you this art journaling 101, it is just one person's experience. So let's get into my little backstory. I do realise that in the first introductory episode I didn't really get a chance to tell you about myself and you know I might not after this so I'm going to incorporate this backstory of why I got started in journaling with a little bit about me as well as your host so let's take a whistle stop tour of my life if you like um my name's Kia Marie I am British if you couldn't tell by my accent I was born in a little place called Stafford which is not the place of Shakespeare's birth, that's Stratford. (laughs) Stafford does not have such a claim. I've always been an artistic person. Um, My mum, I have to thank for that. She's an amazing artist. Her and my nan kind of brought me up, always interested in crafty little projects. Like we were always making something or doing something artistic. I've always had that dream of being an artist you know until you get to high school and then your dreams are crushed and everyone says no you can't be an artist that's not realistic and then you know so you do something else and then you grow up and then you find your inner child (laughs) and then you realize actually yeah I 
I have wanted to be an artist from the start so you work your way back to that that's basically the path that I've taken and as well as being enthusiastic about art from a young age I've also been really enthusiastic about capturing and recording experiences this is something I didn't really realize until I look back on it but you know my childhood bedroom is full of diaries where I've wrote about everything every detail they're really quite funny to look back on because you know like as a child what you've written it's normally a bit weird but they're definitely really interesting and I'm so glad that I've kept them because they give you such an insight into how you used to think I guess looking back at it from this perspective It was maybe always bound to happen with me being obsessed with writing and recording experience and also in art. It only seems natural that they've collided and they've now turned into this form of their own encompassed by journaling. But I didn't start really in the kind of style of journaling that I'm doing now until when I got to university. So I studied Spanish and Portuguese at uni. So if anyone wants to say hola, just pop up in my DMs. And part of that university course was my year abroad I decided to just leave it all behind and go on an adventure instead of going to Spain or Portugal I took a year in South America I lived in Uruguay for six months to practice Spanish and Brazil for six months to practice Portuguese which was incredible way scarier than I thought it would be like I totally underestimated just going to the other side of the world on my own (laughs) but that's another story but while I was there I was just experiencing all these new cultures new people like new things I, I was so blown away by the amount of things going on I just needed a way to record it all me and my capturing experiences gene I just I had to find a way to make sure that I didn't forget any of the amazing things that I was experiencing. And around that time, bullet journaling happened to be really popular. I kept seeing it all over Instagram. Bullet journaling is very planned out. Everything is, you know, so neat and so beautiful and so structured and it's really like the opposite of my mind. <laughs> so I like the idea of this this like bullet journal like keeping track of the day-to-day and everything that you're doing but I just I could not stick to it so I guess my style of journaling was almost like a reaction to that it was like the opposite it was so messy and I was just sticking things in like it was a scrapbook but I was drawing random stuff like it was my sketchbook and I was writing completely unrelated things to what I'd drawn it was I was writing about whatever I'd done that day and it was just this collection of stuff from my mind at that time and it just seemed so bizarre but now I look back on it I'm so glad that I did it because you know, your, your mind, your life, your day-to-day, it isn't that structured. You're you're experiencing these things in real life, but you're also like imagining these things, you're expressing these things creatively. So why not just put them all together in one book and you can look back on who you were as a person at that time? So my year abroad is really when my first journal started and I got to realise that I really loved this way of recording things not just once or twice, but I find it to be like a threefold experience. You have the first experience of whatever it is that you're doing, you know, whether it's like a really good day or a trip. And then you have the experience of turning that into a journal spread, choosing what supplies you're going to use, uh, what you're going, what details you're going to write down, what you're going to draw to represent this. And that's an experience in itself. And then you have the third 
experience sorry to keep saying experience but that is reliving it by reading it back you know flipping through your journal and thinking oh my god I remember that like that was so that was such a good day so you can keep reliving it over and over again you know it can be more than three experiences but it's just taking that one thing and almost making it more than what it is but in a great way it's just so much fun to record that and then relive it and that is definitely the main reason that I journal I think that's why when I was talking about the different reasons people might journal you know some people who might journal for therapy that might be completely different to them because I'm really seeing the world through rose tinted glasses my journal is containing everything that I love everything I've enjoyed it's all of my positive experiences you don't really find anything in my journal that's like negative I don't tend to want to turn that into art but that might be completely different for someone else so I definitely journal to record positive things and then look back on them so there you have it that is why I started journaling and it's only grown since then so I set up an Instagram account called aspire to amble at the time it was linked with a travel blog that I had um, if you remember me from those days, wow, thank you for sticking around for so long because that was mm, 2015, I think. So as you may know, I'm now at kia.creates on Instagram. I share my journals all the time. I set up the journaling community at Inspiring Journals, which is where I share people's journals. I share inspiration. I really just share the love and enthusiasm for journaling and that has what's led me to creating this podcast actually I just still I'm continually surprised by how many people follow the account how many people send me lovely messages saying that they were inspired by it or you know they're happy to have found other people that love this hobby craft art form whatever you want to call it and just to finish off my little life story I've recently completely changed careers from being in marketing to moving back to bit more of a artistic life path so to speak I'm now a full-time author illustrator and just creative which has really always been the dream so I'm so grateful that I get to live like this now I'm so grateful for everyone that's helped me make it happen I love it and part of this little transition into this creative career has been me taking any projects that were previously sidelined in my life as a hobby or a passion project and really just putting 100% into those and turning them into career paths. So you know that's what I'm kind of doing with inspiring journals now I wanted to take that community that I already had and like really connect with you on another level talk to you about journaling I've been thinking about creating a podcast for a long time and it just feels right so now you know what art journaling is what it encompasses what some of the reasons are why people might do it you also know why I started and my reasons personally and you know a little bit about me so if there's anything I haven't covered or that you really want to know still please send me a question I'd love to answer it as I said on the last episode I really want this to be interactive but for now it does feel like it's the right time to finally take you into our first segment I've been really looking forward to it that's right it's time for stationary corner and for the first ever stationary corner segment I've decided to talk about one of my favorite supplies washi tape This is a great time to mention that this episode of the podcast is sponsored by thewashitapeshop.com. 
I just want to say a really big thank you to them for sponsoring this first episode of the podcast. They've been really supportive and confident in the idea of it since I first talked to them about it and it just feels like a match made in heaven to be honest because I have been using the washitapeshop.com to buy most if not all of my washi tapes for a really long time. I've been an ambassador for a couple of years and there's great reason why. All of the washi tapes on the website are beautiful. They've always been really amazing quality. I love the um, gilded and foiled washies they do. I find it hard to find them anywhere else and they're just they feel so premium. They feel lovely and best of all is worldwide tracked shipping for free. It doesn't get much better than that. So if you do shop with the washitapeshop.com, please remember to use the code journals10 at the checkout for 10% off. I'll also receive 10% commission to be completely transparent with you, but I am making this recommendation based on personal experience. I use them myself. I really love them. Can't fault the experience, to be honest. So you will be in good hands. Not to mention that some of the information that's coming up in this segment about washi tape and how to use it is also from the washitapeshop.com blog. So credit where it's due. Thank you to them as well for that. So what is washi tape? Well, a quick Google search will tell you washi tape is a type of decorative coloured adhesive tape. But there's quite a lot more to it than that. Um, A lot of places, especially in the UK, will sell quote-unquote washi tape, but it is really just decorative tape, like sticky, glossy, kind of like sellotape. Um, It's not proper washi tape in the sense that it doesn't have this paper-like quality to it. So the term washi comes from the Japanese words for Japanese paper, so quite literally Japanese paper tape. And the craft behind making this washi or Japanese paper is recognised by UNESCO as a cultural heritage for Japan because it is such an elaborate process. So that is how they make the paper and then came the tape. And the reason why so many people love it for journaling is because of that paper-like texture or quality to the tape. So you can put it down on your page and then take it back up and move it without any fuss or without it sticking too much. And it has a paper-like quality to it that means that you can write or draw over the top and it won't smudge. So it's perfect for adding into your journal. But how? Well, that's what we're going to talk about. What are some of the ways that you can use washi tape within a journaling context? Here are some ideas. The first idea and the one that I use most often is to create a border for a journal page using washi tape. This is really great because even if the journal page doesn't turn out to be that pretty or I'm just I'm not drawing very much and I'm more doing some like boring writing or whatever, it just gives the page a pop. It's still surrounded by pretty colours and pretty patterns and it just makes everything look better and it's a really fun way to get started without much effort. You can also use it as a border for other kinds of things. So not just the page, but anything on the page that you want to make stand out. So if you're going to be, for example, sticking an envelope into your journal spread, then you could use the washi tape to border that envelope to make it pop out. Um, You can use it to border pictures. So you're basically making a photo frame out of your washi tape. And you can use it to accentuate anything really. So if you're going to be maybe bullet journaling or doing some writing and there's titles, headers or any specific words you want to stand out, you can use washi tape to highlight or underline those. Another great thing to do is to use washi tape to pick a palette or a theme for your page. So before you start, you could select some washies that are the colours 
or the kind of themes that you want that page to encompass and add some little sections of those washi in there so you can kind of keep on track you know you give the page like a certain theme it's like making your own color palette but perhaps a little bit more interesting because you can add patterns into there too you can also use washi tape as page markers in a planner so you could create a key or a color code for what each page will be about and then use a certain washi tape to border each page or you know use a little strip of it sticking out of the top and fold it over and you're making your own little tabs in a way and they will all correspond to whatever code you've given to these washies i think that's a really nice idea and that's something that i might try i've seen that online you can use washi tapes as backgrounds in images so if you've got a particular pattern or color that you like and perhaps i don't know you've sketched a room maybe that washi tape could be the wallpaper or maybe it could be part of someone's outfit it's really easy to stick washi tape over the top of a shape draw that shape on to the washi tape because you can see through it then you can peel the washi tape back off cut out the exact shape and then you've basically got a nice colour or pattern to fill in a shape. It's so easy to use that way. And last but not least is to create a washi swatch page. So if you've got loads of washi, you're not really sure what you want to do with it, but you just want to display it because you're excited about your collection, as we all are, you can create like a little frame for each washi and display them all on the page in whatever way you like it always looks really nice and so satisfying to see them all there together and um, if you don't know what i mean or you need some inspiration for a washi swatch page on instagram if you search the hashtag hashtag washi swatches there's always people creating them and everyone comes up with all these amazing ideas and they just look so nice and why not why not have an explore there's also the hashtag washi tape ideas and there always tends to be some good ideas on there as well that's where i found a few of these so if you need any more inspiration you can look there and if you think of anything really good please tell me or please tag me i'd love to share it because i feel like once you've started a washi tape collection you're overflowing with it you need ideas of how to use it so the more the merrier honestly i just love it i love sticking it down i hope there's someone else out there who's as obsessed with it as i am because i'm very aware that i've just spent about six minutes waffling on about washi tape <laughs> so please tell me if you feel the same way so that concludes our first ever stationary corner segment i really hope you enjoyed it there's a lot more to look forward to where that came from got lots of other supplies to be waffling on about but for now, we're going to move on to our next segment, which is weekly inspiration or prompt of the week. So this week's prompt is gratitude. It just seemed like a really great place to start for our first ever episode because theoretically we all have something that we're grateful for. And, you know, a lot of books, a lot of um, online sources, especially with like self-care and gratitude being quite a trending topic at the moment, will say something like, oh, write a list of things that you're grateful for. And I'm not saying there's any right or wrong way to do it, but a lot of us do tend to jump to the big things, you know, write down about our family, our loved ones. And of course, we should definitely be grateful for that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But for this prompt... And to get you a little bit more into your journal, I would say, why not give it a go creating a spread about something that you're grateful for that doesn't immediately spring to mind, something quite small, quite everyday, 
you know, maybe it's like a quiet moment with your coffee in the morning before work or a bird that sings really nicely outside your house. Maybe it's just a song that you're really enjoying at the moment. Maybe it's like a smell that you really love. Something, you know, linked to your senses, something that is not top of the list. You know, it's something like a, a smaller detail in your life and see how far you can take that one little thing that you're grateful for and make a whole spread out of it. How does that make you feel? What kind of photos could you print off that are related to that? What colours do you relate to that in your mind? What could you draw that relates to that? What could you write about the way it makes you feel, the reason that you're grateful for it? Are there any ways that you can enhance your gratitude for that? You know, maybe you can pay a little bit more attention to it, not take it for granted as much. You know, all of those little things because you might be surprised actually by how much more interesting it is to make a journal spread based on very little details and seeing how far you can take them rather than choosing this huge all-encompassing topic because sometimes it can get quite overwhelming you know if you try to encompass how much you love your family in a journal spread that's beautiful but like it can never really contain it so I hope I haven't gone a bit too deep there but try using gratitude as your prompt this week but try approaching it in this slightly different way and see what you can come up with remember no right and wrong you're literally just expressing yourself you're having fun don't even worry about the end result and how good or not good the journal spread looks just enjoy the process enjoy honoring this thing that you're grateful for by creating a journal spread And this leads quite nicely into my Instagram tip of the week. I promise you that in the following weeks there will be actual Instagram tips, like genuinely practical things you can do to enhance your Instagram profile or performance. But just to start with for this week, my tip is more of a piece of advice. And that would be you need to be careful when it comes to blending your artistic passion and social media together so you know I am the biggest advocate for the Instagram community and how great it's been for finding other people with the same interests what a great place it is to share and find like-minded people but it can also be really really draining on artists there's such a pressure to create something that's going to get the most likes to you know take a photograph of it in the most appealing fashion uh, see if you can get like more followers use your art for social media gain instead of using your art for you and I think it's really important for me with the platform that I have just to mention that yes I'm going to be giving you tips on how you might be able to get featured by pages like inspiring journals but that isn't what you should focus on when you're making the art because I have fallen into the trap a couple of years ago of you know I was enjoying that my Instagram profile people were liking it people were following it it was growing and that's a really great feeling it's so nice when other people respond to your art in a positive way but sometimes it can creep in to the art process itself and you actually think hold on a minute am I making this journal spread because I really enjoy it 
and I, I love it. You know, I love the process. I love how it's going to look. Or am I doing it because I think, oh my God, I can't wait to hold this up, take a picture. This one's going to look really good on the gram. You know, like it's sometimes it can just seep in. You don't even realize it's spoiled it a little bit. So I had to like claw away from that, like get back to the reason why I was doing it in the first place and try to ignore the fact that, oh, this might not match my Instagram feed. Oh, this probably won't get as many likes because it's not as relevant to everyone else or you know it's a bit more of a niche topic you really have to ignore that voice in your head that tries to get you to make art for Instagram so my tip of the week is to use Instagram to share your art if people like it great let's make some art friends if they don't that doesn't mean that your art is of any less value remember that your art and your process is for you Instagram is a great tool for sharing, for finding community, but don't make it your priority. I really wanted to take this first Instagram tip of the week section to just remind you of that. This brings us on to the final segment of the episode, which is artist shout outs. If any of these artists are listening, they might be quite surprised to find that I have given them a shout out because I haven't told anyone. I've just gone through and picked some. It was really difficult, actually, because, you know, it's the first episode of this podcast about journaling. I follow so many people. I love so many people's artwork. Who am I going to give a shout out to? But as I told you in the introduction, I wanted to give shout outs to people each week who match the kind of style of journaling that I've been talking about. And since this first episode is covering art journaling in general, I've chosen a couple of artists that use a lot of different kinds of expression in their journal and will hopefully give you good examples of how freeing a journal can be. The first artist is tiara.less on Instagram. This page is just really inspiring to me when I scroll down every photo is beautiful there's photography used in here I think pictures from magazines have been cut out and collaged I can see like illustrations and doodles quotes writing poetry it's just a great place to start if you want to see how there really are no rules to journaling so many things can be incorporated there's so much going on in this journal yet it's somehow got a really defined style I really like it it just shows you how you can really go for it and just do whatever you want and the journal will house it and it will look great and then the other artist that I would like to shout out is a busy bees journal this is quite similar in the way that a lot of different types of expression are used obviously not similar to tiara less because everyone's style is totally different um i can see on this feed writing stickers washy kind of elements of scrapbooking with sticking in tickets and things illustrations and doodles i think she uses a little bit of paint in there as well some of her spreads are a bit more like planner spreads got all of her stationery like organized around the edge on those photos as well which looks so nice i just think they're really great profiles to check out if you need a bit of inspiration go and have a look at those my small business shout out this week goes to jess lynn padilla on instagram or big hen designs on etsy we've been artsy instagram friends for a little bit ever since i bought from her shop and just loved it and her shop's grown so much since then like it's crazy but she deserves it all because all of the designs in this shop are so beautiful she's always adding new stickers and new like crafty bits and pieces i think she's got mystery bags and she's got scrapbooking elements ephemera everything you could want 
this is not sponsored or anything like that. This is just me giving my pure and honest recommendations as someone that is within the journaling community all the time and kind of sees these up and coming people who are just doing great things and inspiring things. So yeah, definitely go and check those out. And last but not least, I'd like to give a quick shout out to myself. (laughs) I know it's a little bit cheeky, but while we're on the topic of small businesses in journaling, I thought it was a great time to let you know that I'll be starting a membership or subscription service, also called the Journal Club, and it's going to be really exciting. So basically every month subscribers will receive an envelope packed full of amazing goodies for journaling handmade by myself so there's going to be sticker sheets pattern paper stamps ephemera coloring in sheets journal prompts all kinds of things if you are interested in that please check out kiacreates.co.uk forward slash the journal club to find out more i actually haven't told anyone else yet i haven't announced this anywhere else i haven't put that link anywhere else because i really wanted to make sure that whoever decided to listen to the journal club podcast would be the first to find out about it so count yourselves as vips because you are getting exclusive access i guess it's a way of saying thank you for supporting me and for listening to the podcast and hopefully if you've listened to all of my ramblings about journaling then you are as interested as i am so you'll probably Probably really love this subscription. April's theme is an inspired spring so there's going to be a lot of supplies around spring growth like blooming ideas also about like journal supplies and artsy things seeing as it is the first month of this journal club subscription. So just to give you a little hint my favourite thing that is going to be in april's pack is a holographic sticker of an artist paint palette it's so cool it's so shiny it's all these different colors i really love it so yeah go and check that out if you want to find out more about that that just about concludes our first ever episode of the journal club it's been packed with a lot of stuff i hope you've really liked it and i hope you'll return for episode two where we're going to be discussing the first of these subgenres in journaling the first one is going to be travel journaling so exploring the world through a journal i hope that you'll join me for that one next week in the meantime if you would like to follow me my instagram is at kia.creates i also have an instagram at kia.illustrates for my illustration um, you can join the inspiring journals community on at inspiring journals on instagram and of course on my website kiacreates.co.uk where i host the podcast the subscription i also have a blog with some articles about journaling There's a lot to be looking at, a lot to be getting on with. I'm also going to be starting an email subscription service as well to keep you updated with all these kind of things. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited for you to join this little community. There's loads more where this came from and I'll speak to you very soon. Bye.